welcome to New Zealand Vegan Podcast, episode 69. Today I have a very special guest on the show, my street stall buddy and all-around wonderful abolitionist vegan, William Paul. How are you, William? Hi, Elizabeth. I'm great, thanks. It's good to be on once again. It's great to have you back. Now, we we were going to talk about the um, Vegetarian Society Festival that we went to, and it has been a while, but um, I still think that it's relevant and a good thing to talk about, especially because it's sort of the kind of thing that led us, we, we kind of got an idea of the sort of things that we could get involved in in the future. So um, even though it's long past, are you still willing to discuss it with me? Sure. I mean, the festival was back in early October, but, you know, I was surprised when I walked in and, you know, I learned a lot from that day and it was, you know, a great event. I I totally agree. Um, what were your thoughts before you went? Did you think, it, what what, did you kind of go with a preconceived notion about what it was going to be like? Well, I was kind of reluctant to go. I thought, well, it's all going to be, you know, vegetarian stuff. There's going to be little or no vegan uh, groups or advocacy there. It's all, you know, it's all just going to be vegetarian welfare stuff. But, you know, when we walked in the doors, I was surprised to see how many vegan stalls and the word vegan was just everywhere so I was shocked when I walked in well I was too and you know I wonder if um, it's just because we have no experience with vegetarian festivals and are they is there always that much vegan stuff or is this you know what I was thinking was it was a real sign that you know things are really starting to take off Um, because I, I went to a vegetarian festival that they held um and it was much smaller and there was no vegan stuff. But I don't know if it was actually the annual event. So that was my preconceived idea going in. Um, it was um, it was the, maybe it was the Auckland Vegetarian Society had an event. And there was, Angel Food did have their stall there. But that was, and then there was like the anti-vivisection stall. And Safe were there, of course. Um, but it certainly was nothing like the one that we went to. I mean, I was thrilled just like you. I mean, we walked in and... Um, that was the first vegetarian festival I've ever been to. And, you know, I wasn't even aware that Auckland, let alone New Zealand, had a vegetarian had an annual vegetarian festival official like that. So I was just surprised that it even existed in New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, I think that you and I are in the same position. We're just sort of new to this, so there's actually a heck of a lot more events and things going on. Um, and the, I, there was actually the Grey Lynn Street, uh, the Grey Lynn Park Festival where I live also was another big event. And I went to the farmer's market the weekend before and I was talking, I finally found a place to recycle all my batteries that I've saved up not knowing what to do with. And they do this recycling. And then I said to this, this lady, I was just chatting to her, about the batteries, and I said, oh, great, I'll I'll bring them back. And she said, oh, well, we will be here next... She's like, are we going to be here next week, or is it the festival? Well, we'll be at the Greyland Festival. And I'm like, what festival? What Greyland Festival? So what I've decided to do is... Um, just keep an eye out and sort of try to subscribe to as many of these events so that I'm not another, once again, the week before the festival saying, I want a table, you know, which is what I did for the vegetarian festival and this one. I did, I missed out on getting a table at the Greyland one too, because they organize these things for months in advance. So, 
you know, I think that it's up to us to find out when these things are going on. Yeah, I mean, the great thing is, is that now we know that these these events happen. And so, you know, next year we have, you know, we have time to plan, time to get involved with these events and have our stall and information there. So, you know, we, we can be prepared for next year. Absolutely. But going back to the um, the festival, um, yeah, I mean, I want you to talk, talk a little bit about how much vegan stuff you remember because I was blown away by how much vegan stuff there was there. Well, I mean, just the word vegan was prevalent in signage just above so many stalls. I mean, I don't know how many stalls there were, but there were heaps. I mean, it was a, inside a, you know, a large hall, right? And, I mean... As far as I remember, all the all the food stalls were entirely vegan, and you know there were just so many great cooking demonstrations and information events, and yeah, it was wonderful. It was just so awesome to see that word everywhere, and like even the vegetarian restaurants, as you mentioned, um, they had all vegan menus explicitly stated. This is we are only serving vegan food today. I, I just. It was just so awesome. And then there was a vegan cookbook store. There was Angel Food. There was the New Zealand Vegan Society. And then um, there were the cooking demonstrations that were in the the demonstration part. And I think there was like six demonstrations that day, and at least four of them were vegan cooking demonstrations or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was um, the a dessert menu at the Heritage Hotel. It was, it was also... Um, one on raw food as well. So, you know, there was a variety of demonstrations there. Yeah, and the and um, vegan was the word du jour, which I thought was fabulous. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, I know you know how to pronounce that better than me. And then, of course, we had the animal uh, advocate um, side, which was all... Um, Right. It was on. It was all put together, except for there's the anti-vivisection um, table, um, which was sort of sent, set next to um, the supreme. It was opposite side. No, no. The anti-vivisection was in that was behind the cooking demonstrations. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of animal freedom out here. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't really be when we walked through the the section where there were. I think it was just those two groups, wasn't the animal freedom. Um, or is it animal liberation, or is it animal freedom out there, or animal liberation? Oh, animal liberation, probably. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, but there was that group, and then there was safe, and then that was, and then that was, that was that whole section was pretty much those two, eh? and then there was like some, yeah, there was some like products and things, and then of course mm-hmm. we had the talk, so we really did need to be there. I mean, um, I didn't really go and like have a good look at what those other groups had on display. Um, with regard to safe and things like that, but I did just see um, the pig. Um, the pig campaign was being heavily promoted, from what I could tell, by safe. But I don't know what animal yep. liberation or animal freedom Aotearoa was doing because I didn't really look. At, we didn't spend a lot of time in that section, but we did go yeah, and there see. There was no need to. Right. Well, I don't know what. I don't know a lot about the. Um, I don't know a lot about this other new group that's opened up. So I hesitate to say anything. Really, I don't really know what they're up to and I haven't really got a lot of information that I think they promote veganism more than safe does but then that's not hard to do um and when then there were, of course there were talks um about animals in the in the main pavilion now those kinds of things I think those might be regular stuff at vegetarian festivals I, I mean I believe that 
animal groups. I would groups, assume so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the animal groups um, have been going to vegetarian festivals for a long, long time. Um, I don't think that that's anything new. But um, So we were expecting that. I mean, we kind of knew, knew about that. But what we weren't expecting was all the vegan advocacy, which was just, oh, is this the most enjoyable no, that day? Was, yeah, that was overwhelming, seeing all that. It was, and... I kind of feel guilty about kind of having a negative attitude about the festival before I went because I was proved so wrong. <laughs> so there you go. It's good to be wrong sometimes. So I think we covered the fact that it was really lots of vegan stuff and the food was vegan. And um, looking at the stall spaces that were available there um, for everybody, um, I thought that it was really nicely set up. And I just, as soon as I saw the spaces that they that they assign people, I immediately thought, oh, what would I have done? You know, what what could we have done with a space like that? I think we could have done. I mean, it's it's definitely a place where we could set up a nice little booth and have some nice little information, don't you think? I agree. I mean. You know, each booth had, they had a good few meters at least. Um, there was enough space to have literature there and other things. And there was at least one wall. Depending on whether you were a corner booth or whether you were like a side booth, you had at least, if you if you were a corner booth, you might have had two walls. Like, And then if you were like just a flat against the middle bit, you would have just had one big wall behind your table. I wonder if they supply the tables or if you have to bring your own table. Um, a lot of these people have been doing this stuff for a really long time. And you remember when we went to the Auckland market there and the park car, when they, when they took down our Aotearoa wall and we got all depressed and went to the Golden Age and then wandered around and found that little market? Yeah, I remember. They were really useful to talk to because, like, for example, that market hires out the tents so you don't even have to buy them. And it is a great idea to go and to go to these things and just talk to the people running the the booths and say, you know, how does this work? You know, what do you do? Do you do you rent this? Do do they do you borrow it on the day? Do you own your own? Um, because um, people are always really happy to talk about that. I mean, it pays to do that because we found. I mean, we didn't know that when we went to that. Uh, park that time you know so we learned something new that day exactly and with stuff like that I mean with that much space I mean look at Ren and Jeff's stall that they're doing at the market they've got like a tent and they've got a nice big table and they've got room for the cupcakes and they're they're having wonderful wonderful impact on their local community turning people onto veganism and um, I found that so inspiring so I think because they go to an actual market and they have like a place where people are going to look at different tents and things like that. Like on Queen Street, we're kind of like, we're not part of anything like that. We're just like... We're just on the footpath, yeah. Yeah, but an actual market, people go there to walk around, look and talk and shop. And they go there to be at the place and stop and talk. So. Yeah, it's a specific event. Yeah, so no. I just think it would be... I just thought, you know... and. I mean, even the truth is that if I had been onto it, if we, if I had known about this festival, which is a nation, you know, which is a pretty well-known festival, I just, I just haven't been really looking for things yet because I've been really, really involved in other things. But I would have still been able to have a, quite a nice little booth there because just even if they rent you a table for the day, and I'm sure they do, we could have, we could have, we've got enough literature. I mean, we, we literally don't, the problem is that we've got tons of literature, eh, William, but we our ta my table's too small. 
But with a bigger yeah. table, we've got tons of literature that we haven't been able to display on my table. And the, the slideshows. And I mean, there's pl- and there was plenty of wall space for signage and all that, you know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's going to be so wonderful next year because we're going to be there just with this, you know, go vegan. It's the right thing to do for animals message. And with no other sort of information like you know we're going to be unique i think um, yeah we will i mean we'll be the only ones there promoting abolition well let's hope not i mean by next year by next year let's hope let's hope not um but the, the exciting thing is is that events like this it could, even if it's just you and me we could have done a banging a bang up job and and um you know I, I, even if next year it's still just you and me, and you know, I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping it's not. Yeah. But you know, even if it is, we're going to still be able to have an awesome store there because we've got because we've got that designated space with all that room and and stuff. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. We don't need a whole huge group of people to be doing it for us. We just need the venue. And we just need the, you know, and um, I think it costs like a hundred dollars or maybe two hundred dollars or something like that. So <laughs> reasonable enough. Yeah. Yeah, so I think um, it's it's being part of these events, um, and the Greyland Street Festival was was a nice one. I think it would have been great to have a booth there. Um, there was a traveling farmers. Um, I've never, I don't think I've seen one of those for a long, long time. Eh? A traveling farm. You know, they had like a fenced off area, mm, like and, a petting zoo. Yeah, it was a petting zoo, except it was. It was a fa- it was called Old McDonald's Traveling Farm, and it was there was right, right. Yeah, it was a sheep. I've seen it. It, I, I found it really sad, and you know, and it's the usual. I mean, a place like the Greyland Festival, un- unlike the New Zealand Vegetarian Society Festival, there was the majority of it was food, and the majority of it was fried animal products. I mean, that would be the dominant theme. Um, so that's a different. Yeah, we'd be very controversial there. <laughs> well, the New Zealand Vegan Society was there. Um, they're obviously not as controversial as us with regard to um, the fact that we challenge, <laughs> you know, we challenge people that animal use is immoral, and we're just upfront about it. Um, but they had the most beautiful cupcakes I've ever seen. I didn't have a chance to. Yeah, really I, have a... I saw the photos of them. Oh, they did you? Good. Yeah, they, they have a beautiful, beautiful stall. It was mm. a lovely stall. They had a great tent. Yeah. Yeah, they they that's right. They had a lovely tent, and so um, that's a nice thing to have with us there because I always point people towards them just because they are the New Zealand Vegan Society and they have invaluable information about diet diet now unfortunately they link to the PETA you know vegetarian kit or whatever but I don't refer people to the kit I say look you know people are like vegan in New Zealand and I say hey there is a New Zealand vegan society and they're like whoa you know we do that in the street right we say hey write to them you know that that's what they're for they're a resource for vegan you know for veganism with regard to practicalities they've got the big book they've got um, people who are knowledgeable about nutrition who will guide them so I I like I would you know, I'm glad that they were at the Greyland Festival and, you know, I'm sure they'll be there next year. And I think that that will help us, you know, we'll be there and we won't be the only sort of thing with, about about veganism there. There'll be the New Zealand Vegan Society. I mean, that's what their name is. So that's going to be, you know, it'd be, it's, it'll be great. Um, and I'm sure they will be there next year and we can, we can see people over there. So, you know, that's what, that's what a lot of people don't understand is like, <laughs> if everybody promoted veganism, 
like with regard to animal groups, then there wouldn't be any kind of like, you wouldn't be the only one in this whole festival. You'd have like three or four, you'd have all of the animal groups promoting veganism in a positive and educational way. So there wouldn't be, you know, you know, we shouldn't be the odd ones out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really, exactly, yeah. yeah, I'm really glad that. And there'd the, be a whole lot more vegans in New Zealand. Too. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. So you know, it's starting to happen. I mean, look, we've got the we've got the vegan society there. Um, um, obviously, they're not abolitionists, you know, um, but um, they are um, a resource for for vegan uh, resources, so to speak. And they're the word vegan is on their stall, and they're big, and they are an organized group. And you know, you know. Um, I just I think it's useful that if if we do these other festivals if they, I hope that they're there you know I'll kind of like I'll feel a little better if 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 we're not the only ones there with 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 um I mean it's not that I'm scared or anything but it just it helps you know because people don't think you're like cuz you know people won't think that we're like anomalies or like lunatics they'll be like oh well, wait a minute you know there's more than one there's more than one group of people here talking about veganism hey you know so anyway, um, yeah, so I'm really, really excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. And so we need to sort of get on board with all these festivals and things. But, you know, we were kind of both in the middle of exams and I was like in the middle yeah. of all kinds of stuff. I'm done with all that. Um, the next step is, I mean, this summer, I don't know how much is going to get done. I know what we can do. We can talk about the Auckland Abolitionist Vegans Association. Yes, of course. Okay. So far, it's just you and me. <laughs> That's okay. We've got honorary members already. We've got honorary members. Um, now, I know, I understand that you're designing a, a logo for us. Is that right? Oh, I just briefly put together a tiny logo. I mean, it's still. I can't wait to making. see it. I can't <laughs> wait to see it. And we do have somebody. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Shlomi, and I don't know if I pronounce his name right, but he's um, a web designer and he's going to do our website for us, man. Okay. So we're going to have like a proper website. It's not going to be like my blog spot, (laughs) you know, website. It'll be a proper, you know, website. And um, I do think it's useful. Um, I think that, I think having a t-shirt, you know, would be cool um, when we're doing our stall. Yeah, I I really want t-shirts made up. Yeah. Um, and we could, you know, mem- members can can get a T-shirt or whatever. Um, I'm not I'm not so super into T-shirts, like join like group with with group logos and stuff. But I'm down with it. I'm not I'm not resisting it. I'm just you you're gonna make that you're gonna make that happen be, because I'm if if it was up to me I would never get around to it. But I do definitely um, want the to, to us to be wearing you know vegan you know, clothing, <laughs> um, wherever we go. Um, but, yeah, um, it has its purpose within advocacy. Absolutely. So anyway, William, I mean, I don't really quite know how to even begin. Um, I think that, what are your thoughts on the Auckland Abolitionist Vegans Association? I mean, um, do you think that any of the Auckland vegans are going to sort of, sort of, sort of join us? <laughs> well, or do you think I mean, it's going to be all honorary international and, um, you know, <laughs> Invercargill, Hamilton and Wellington members? Well, I mean, all the, all the international abolitionists have their place, but I mean, you know, we'll start off small and grow. That's just the way I see it. You know, yeah, that's yeah. all you can really go for that's how you start to start small and grow yeah and i mean all we really want to do is um we just sort of want to emulate what the other um 
societies or associations are doing. Um, they um, hold, um, you know, they do street advocacy and they participate in festivals. I mean, basically, it's the stuff that you and I are just want to do anyway, and we can just do it by ourselves. But it would be nice to have more people doing more things so because we can't do everything all the time you of know? course you know and it would be great and also i'd really love to um because i would love to get some things going where like like you know um the portuguese abolitionist um that, that vera cristofani runs right yeah. they're you know they're doing these wonderful things these gatherings they get they have these gatherings and they talk about um i mean she's basically introducing the abolitionist approach to the Portuguese vegan community. And they're going along with it. They're going to these talks. Gary Francione did a Skype broadcast that was live. I mean, that's the kind of thing that I want to do because, you know, people really don't know what we're about. And we, you know, I kind of like feel like now with regard to anybody that I've talked to, you know, I'm still trying to learn how to sort of you know, have productive dialogue with people without them getting angry and me getting angry and stuff. And I've, I haven't had, you know, I've had some, some, I've definitely had some, some people who I think that no matter what they don't, they, they won't listen to me. Like they're just are done with me. And, mm-hmm. um, and there's really nothing, you know, nothing I can do about that. But it, I do feel like people really don't understand what we're about. And as much as we try to explain to them what we're really about, I think it, that if they really can, you know, come to an event like this and a sort of where we get a chance to kind of like present our views um, live in a, in a vocal situation, the way that the, the way that Vera's doing in, in Brazil and other people are doing in other parts of the world and, you know, Gary Francione doing a Skype broadcast and then people can sort of ask questions right then and there and, they don't have to like commit to anything or anything like that. They just have to hear the ideas. And I think that if we do it in a way where we like, we'll like have vegan food there and we'll sort of, they can see that we're like, because a lot of the problems is most of my communication in New Zealand's been via the internet and you know, things can get really ugly and people don't know you. And I had somebody even tell me, Oh, I thought you were a total witch. Um, I thought you were like a 80 year old woman, like who looked like a witch with like big hairy moles on her face. But, um, um, and they said, you're actually not that bad. You're not that, you know, you're actually quite a, (laughs) they were like, Oh, you're actually quite a nice person. And this is, but I mean, seriously, they thought I was a horrible person. So I think when you meet people in person, it really, really helps to sort of, because you can read, you can read, um, emails and things and get the wrong idea, you know, cause you can't understand the person's tone. So it's really, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not putting down, um, internet communication and things like that, but I do want a chance for us to get out there and present our approach. And this is like going to be to other vegans. This is going to be to people who are already, who already want to do something about animal advocacy. And then with their help, we can go out into the community. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I enjoy doing street advocacy and talking to people in person, you know, I like the more face-to-face approach. You know, I love internet advocacy too. It has its time and place, sure. But, I mean, you know, I feel comfortable talking to people. I don't feel too nervous about, uh, you know, talking to a group of people and holding an information night and doing presentations. You know, I'm up for that, and I'm keen to do that. If we can gather people 
who are interested. That's the thing. We need to get people who are interested. So I'm kind of, I'm on the abolitionist forum at the abolitionist approach and there's so many people doing such amazing things. I don't know if you heard Gary's Francian's last podcast where he interviewed Layla um, Fussfield from the... Yeah, listen. So they're, you know, they're doing the vegan pledge. Um, And, you know, this is again a small group of people with their own resources and it's just, it's just a matter of just doing it. We've got so many ideas now that we can work on and I think it's a matter of trying out different things and seeing what works. Um, cause, cause when I, one of the places where I, I think that with regard to venues, like having a venue, um, I mean, I've got, we've got the Greyland community center right up the road here from me. I mean, we've got tons of resources and we don't need a lot of money to do it, but we do need people to come. And I think, um, that's where it's like getting the word out and piquing people's interest. And that's where our street store is going to come in handy because we can get the literature together and say, um, we're giving a talk, you know, or we're having, presenting an information night or whatever you want to call it on such and such a night and we can get people to sign up and um, see, see what happens and see how it goes. And then if we have like, say we do one and say like five people show up, well, if they have a really good time and they get something out of it, then when we do another one, those five people will tell other people like, oh, we went and we're going to go again. It was really awesome. And that's how things grow. Yeah, we, you know, we just need to, if we're going to do information nights, you know, we need to find a, a venue. We need to work out how to publicize these events and, you know, five people isn't bad if we could get five people. I'd be happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so that's really cool. And I, I just love that you are down with doing this stuff, you know, doing this stuff with me um, because it is easier when you have somebody to sort of help you. And then if there's two of us up there, you know, we can kind of like, you know, we will be sort of like a solidarity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really, really exciting stuff. So I'm just getting more and more inspired by the more stuff that I'm finding out that people are, you know, are doing. And, um, but yeah, with, with the Auckland, I think the Auckland Abolitionist Vegans Association, we're going to um, basically, we're going to get a logo together so that we can put it on literature and things like that. Oh, and I just want to give a shout out to Jordan Wyatt from Coexisting with Non-Human Animals blogspot.com he has started the Invercargill Vegan Society and um, he was actually way ahead of us you know um I, he, he's already been doing all that stuff. So I think he's already been planning that for a while. Um, and he's just already done it. I mean, he's got his business cards and everything like that. But um, we're honorary members. Well, I've asked to be an yep. honorary member. I know you already are, William. And anybody else who'd like to be an honorary member of the Invercargill Vegan Society run by Jordan Wyatt of Coexisting with Non-Human Animals, just go to coexistingwithnonhumananimals.blogspot.com. And I'll post a link. And the the um, there's an actual uh, blog entry highlighting the um, official uh, release of the Invercargill Vegan Society. And you can leave a comment there and ask to become an honorary member. So um, the, I'll post that link as well, so that you can so that you can do that. And you know, when we get enough of us like around the country, we can have like a conference or something with all the abolitionist um, vegan societies or associations, whichever you prefer, <laughs> in New Zealand, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, and um, you know, um, and we can sort of share ideas and share resources and send 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 people each other's way. Um, you know, um, I mean, look, I mean. 
before Jordan came along, anybody who's vegan who wanted to go to Invercargill would have had nobody there, you know, to like help them or anything like that or to, to hang out with or to have vegan food with. So now there's somebody in Invercargill that any vegans who travel there can like meet another vegan and hang out with a local vegan. And that's really important because he'll know where things are and, you know, he'll at least at the very least they'll be able to cook together. I mean, I know there's no vegan restaurants in Invercargill. So I just think it's really good this networking is really is really taking off. So congratulations Jordan. Um I'm inspired by by your business cards as well and yeah, I think we should get those um business cards for sure. Um ourselves get our own business cards to hand out to people and um to attach to um with a with a paper clip or something to any pamphlets that we give out. Mhm. Cuz I'm going to I'm not I you know, I'm not very, I've never really done anything like, like organized, um, an association of people before. And I'm kind of like floundering, like, okay, I don't really know what to do, (laughs) but, um, I'm just learning from all these other people is what I'm really doing. Yeah. That's a great thing. We can confide in so many great advocates out there who've done this before and know what they're doing and know what's effective. That's so yeah. I'm thankful for them. Oh, me too. I'm definitely thankful for them. And, you know, the fact that, that there's this movement of abolitionists doing it and um, all over the world, I mean, it's um, it's really, really inspiring. I'm just, you know, and there was, I don't know, I just, um, it's, um, I'm so glad that um, this is happening and um, it um, makes me very, very happy. It really, really does. Yeah, it's really beginning to take off. It sure is. It sure is. Okay, so I'm really excited about the future, William. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap up this episode? Uh, I just want to say that I've enjoyed my time on your podcast again, and I'm really enjoying the Abolitionist Forum. You know, if you haven't joined, I suggest you do because it's so great. And, you know, I'm just enjoying my summer off school and I'm really looking forward to next year and the advocacy that we're going to do. Thank you, William. Yes, I agree about the forum. It's abolitionistapproach.com and it's slash forum or there's a great big button on the main page there. And um, there's all kinds of really interesting things uh, being talked about and lots and lots of really great advocacy ideas, which is one of my favorite subjects. And I'm usually all over those threads. Um, You know, you'll find something of interest. And I want to thank you, William, for always being there at the street stall and for coming on my podcast and being such a fabulous guest and um, for all the wonderful things we're going to do um, as soon as we we can uh, start doing more and more things and everybody keep an eye out for our Auckland Abolitionist Vegans Association we're we're working on it we're just kept putting it together now we're getting the ideas together and um, it's gonna happen it's gonna happen all right William thanks so much for being on the show thanks for having me on bye see ya